Welcome, 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 welcome. Who thought accounting could be cool? Here we go. My favorite part. Here we go. <laughs> Our mission, make accounting fun. Follow us as we chat with amazing guests every Friday. 11 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Mountain Time. Are, Are you ready? ready? Woohoo! We're back for another Friday with another amazing guest. Uh, we've got the amazing Kelly G. Uh, I think a lot of people know her from the community. Um, you were, uh, you did that amazing uh, conference with uh, Nio, and uh, you were talking about your new organization. I think a lot of you, a lot of people, a lot of our viewers obviously know you from Totally Booked, your accounting firm, but you've recently launched a new endeavor, uh, which is Totally SEO, correct? How's that going? Yeah. Awesome. Hi. Marketing bookkeeper. That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we're following the same method that I followed when I first started to kind of get totally booked on the map. Um, I had kind of created this formula and now I'm working with a really cool team to launch it for other accountants, bookkeepers and apps. And it's been going really well. And you partner partner with Richard, Richard Ropa. Richard Ropa and Melissa Mullet, formerly of Veeam. So you guys formerly, formerly, yeah. So she's no longer with Veeam now. She's with me, my dear partner, um, and the marketing brain. So yeah, we're super stoked and really excited, and yeah, it's like fun time. So Andrew, we haven't. I don't think. No, we did see. We saw her in Toronto, but she sponsored our party in San Jose. Yes. Yeah. So if you're listening, Michelle, thanks again. That was an awesome party. Does that mean Melissa? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My God, I'm, it, it's just one of those. Like, can we hit rewind, Kurt, um, Andrew, and we'll start again? That's what happens when you lose 70 pounds. You know, kind of <laughs> yeah, you just glued no. in it, did you? Melissa's yeah, actually on a train right now headed to Toronto. Is she? What's she... Yeah. How she's going she, to see her family. Oh, does she, is she a dual citizen? I'm like, how's she getting across the border? I thought they were closed. Well, no, she's up there with you guys. Hmm. But does, doesn't she did live Toronto in Toronto? close their borders? Mm-hmm. I'm like, is that a thing? She's <laughs> uh, Canadian. So she's talking about our, SE, our San Jose, or I'm confused. I apologize. Okay. So she's Melissa, from Toronto, right? Yes. She's okay. originally from Toronto. She lives in Ottawa. She's going right uh, now to Toronto to visit her family. Toronto. She yes. lives uh, in uh, Ottawa. That was the mystery. Ottawa and Toronto are not closed. Yes. Yet. Yes. Also, apparently, you guys won a basketball game last night. So, congrats. Yes. And with an she amazing, me in on that last one. second. <laughs> an amazing buzzer beater. buzzer beater by OG. That was a phenomenal game. Um, it was funny. I was watching the news. The news uh, this morning, and the, the the anchor guy was like, "I can't believe I turned it off with half a second to go. I just assumed we had, we had." Yeah, yeah. Like, she said she was like, "Oh, you know, the Celtics just killed it, or whatever." And then, like five seconds later, she's like, "We came back." I was like, "Oh, okay." It was, it was amazing. So. it was a tight game. Uh, I mean, it was the first couple. Uh, first three quarters weren't great, but that final quarter was was amazing. Um, okay. And. The, the series has been tight, right? And, you know, I'm definitely a bandwagon fan. Um, so it's, I'm pretty excited <laughs> to jump back on that bandwagon. I don't think I can name um, any players on that team anymore, except for, is it Lowry? Is any of those star Lowry, guys? Yeah, yeah. And, I know and nothing. What about Spicy P? No, I know Kawhi Leonard is gone. He was the only one I knew before. Yeah, yeah. He was the one everyone Traitor. knew. Um, <laughs> Um, hopefully I want to Melissa could probably name all of them to be fair. She's yeah, yeah. She's probably better at this than we are. My my daughter can probably name every one of them, which is pretty impressive. Nice. Uh, and it was amazing. We, you know, one of the things we I was able to do is they had a drive-in um fan night. So it was basically like oh, a drive-in yeah. movie theater. Um mm-hmm. go in and um watch the basketball game with a whole bunch of fans. It was a pretty amazing experience considering what you know what our options are for enjoying sports yeah. um so i enjoyed it it was amazing you know they had lots of free giveaways the fans were cheering like mad 
Um, They're doing that for concerts and everything now. Yeah, it's and, crazy. Yeah, it's definitely a new normal, right? But uh, it was amazing. We had a, we had a lot of fun. Well, no, here we are. In the, it, hockey season's on right now. You know, the, the that NHL playoffs are on, and I thought I'm not going to get into it, but I actually kind of enjoy it. Like when I watch it, they got the fake crowd noise, right? They go the team oh. scores, and you hear some cheering <laughs> in that. But you don't, it's, you don't hear the obnoxious crowd crowds, you know, uh, it's yeah, the and and like both, people. yeah, both teams kind of oh, get the equal pause. celebration. So when, when, whatever team scores, you know, in, in the national hockey league, when you score a goal, the team will, that is the home team will blast a horn or a train horn or, mm-hmm. you know, a sound. And they've actually piped in their sound effects into the game. So both teams, whether you're home or visitor, you get the equal treatment when you score a goal so <laughs> it's kind of like you know it i, I kind of enjoy it i mean home ice advantage doesn't really mean anything like, all the games are in canada did they do the fake people in the yeah. audience no, they do oh, that it's basketball so creepy it's so it's, creepy we should do a conference like that we could just get holograms <laughs> of us all and we could you know like a, like these virtual reality games right we could just you know hang out and we could do it as a con. What do you think? Well, I, they've done that. Avatars. Yeah, they've done that where you create your avatars and you go hang out. Can't remember who it was. Someone posted uh, a little. Well, I think. Uh, I think we should do it. And fake dancing their avatar at the conference. <laughs> well, then so I could sad. actually dance. Then, if I could have my avatar dance, because I sure as hell can't. Andrew, Andrew, <laughs> and I are, should see us up there. It's uh, kind of embarrassing. You mean you dance yeah, like, like like accountants? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Just move the arms I've around a bit. Some, I've seen some pretty good dancing by accountants at, at some of those. Oh, yeah. It's just not me. Yeah. Well, or the non-stopper. Are... Like, I have to give credit to the people that are out there until, like, the last song and then still make it to breakfast in the morning. I'm like, wow, you're a champ. Like, Bookkeepers not, said, know how to I... party. They just, come on, let's dance, let's dance. And I'm like, no, I'm a, <laughs> don't do that. Sorry. Yeah, you are that guy who's up till the last song. You may not be on the dance floor. Oh no, we're just sitting on well the side. The last song, yeah. and yeah. you're for, you're up first thing in the morning. So I, mean, yeah. I guess the, Kelly's giving you a little bit of kudos. Pat on yeah, hundred percent. I don't make it to breakfast. I'm, it's just it hasn't happened yet. Somehow I drag myself up out of I rem- bed. And remember and- the year that uh, that Jeff Cates booked like the early bird. Uh, we had a seven a.m. breakfast with Intuit Canada. And Andrew oh, and I were looking at our watches. I think it was 10 after five going, oh my God, we have to be somewhere in two hours. And I actually slept for, I think, 45 minutes. Oh Andrew had slept for an hour and 45. So he was a little late. And the last thing he said to me was, make sure to wake me up. And then as yeah. soon as he walked no in, No phone call, no love, no, no. no I get, I'm like, dude, I'm getting 45 minutes of sleep and you want me to take care of you? So... I don't know if I would have trusted myself to wake up after 45 minutes. I, I did somehow. I think I just kind of slept in a chair and left all the lights on or something. I don't know. I did have one case where I just went to sleep with all my clothes on face down and shoes and everything. Woke up a few hours later. And it's actually kind of convenient because you just jump up and, and go, right? What about that whole power thing? Yeah, that helps. But I, I mean, I could have gone. Yeah. yeah. You know, minor detail. Yeah, we used to get quite the workout there. We could you need to do shower. Yeah. Let's 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 digress off the personal hygiene. (laughs) I think we're we're not that boring, are we? I I, (laughs) well, it's just kind of (laughs) gross. Kelly's like, to be to be clear, the reason I don't make it to breakfast is I get up, I shower, I get dressed, I do all of those things, and then I make my way to whatever conference it is. Yeah. Yeah. I do usually shower because I need yeah. to have a shower because it's oh, yeah. what wakes me up. Like otherwise, I like my I I would Damn. be walking to the conference like this, eyes completely shut. He took a twelve-hour shower once. He's like, he do he that. snuck away from that from the, from one of the bars we were at. This was last year, and he said, nice. well, I, I, "I'm gonna go have a shower. I need to wake up." And then we never saw him again. Yeah. Oh, well, the I, Irish goodbye. That yeah. Famous. Is that what you call it? An <laughs> Irish right goodbye. Up. Yeah, so if you're going to leave but not say goodbye to everybody, you're like, oh, I'm going to run to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And then you never come back. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, professional, I'm a professional ghoster. When I need to go, I just kind of quietly fade into the background and then leave. I don't even My say sister goodbye. caught me once. My I sister got... was standing outside smoking a cigarette and I walked out. 
when I was hailing a cab, she was like, so, um, which bathroom were you headed to? I was like, oh, hey, bye. <laughs> I'm leaving. Well, I, I always tell the story where I tried to ghost everyone and I got kidnapped by one of the guys from Into It Canada. Um, I was actually in the elevator going up to my room with the, my head down. I just wanted to hit the hay. And a whole bunch of people climbed in and dragged me off to a party. And that's the same night that Andrew and I had to deal with um, a 7 a.m. breakfast. Yeah, I was basically oh, out I all night. <laughs> and he got in trouble because we took a picture with him at like 5 a.m. in front of a clock. And he posted it on social media. And within like five minutes, his wife's like, um, excuse me. She phoned from Australia. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing up? And then Diane, Diane uh, Lucas, his partner in crime, kind of his, his conference wife came out and hung out with us and then one yeah. thing led to another and it just meant no sleep yeah it was wow. things happen well those, here we are like, again talking real about jam. conferences we reminisce a lot about those conferences those early days were do you remember the the the, the days of of conferences remember we used to do those it's like yeah. the old old-fashioned times that's crazy yeah. dirty stamps <laughs> i miss those days i miss those days but i mean it wasn't like i mean even that last one where i took the 12 hour shower it wasn't the same you know the the um fairmont lobby was closed down yeah we didn't have all the same number of internationals that we had. We didn't have a fair send-off we need a do-over i think (laughs) i think there that the fairmont was negligent by closing that before (laughs) Or they should have had it open in time for us. I don't know. I feel like there was a whole bunch of stuff going on there. Like, yeah, but they should have known better. They should have left it open just for us because maybe it was like there was no stop that construction that you're doing. That's gonna make you all the millions. You stop that and let us in. But it messed everyone (laughs) up. Like no one knew where to go and when. And you guys, we saw you and Richard out at you know, wee hours of the morning, no, still yeah. going out there, even though no one was hanging out at the Fairmont anymore. You guys, it was so funny because- Oh yeah, we were Andrew dropping and I, someone off. And Andrew and I were just wandering and then who do we see but you guys? So it was just like, it was like the oh, old days. I could always I count on Richard to be up till the wee hours of the morning. But he wasn't even yeah, staying there this time. He's a conference champ. I don't yes. get it. Yeah, it's like he comes alive at night. <laughs> Yeah, you won't see him throughout the day. And then all of a sudden he's out there smoking cigarettes and hanging out and and, and doing whatever he's doing. And he'll be out there for and he That's does. That's when stuff. you make the best friends. Yes. I'm telling you. That's how I got to know Richard. Bond. That that's how I got to know Richard as well. How did you meet Richard originally, Kelly? Um, I'm like, mm. okay. So I actually Facebook. So he and Stacy have a group on Facebook. I was in it and then somebody mentioned something about coaching and blah, 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 whatever it is. And so I reached out and I joined Roundtable, which is, I guess his, his small community group. Well, I guess we're a big group now, but community that he runs. And um, I joined Roundtable. We meet twice a month and kind of just developed into a friendship. And then I went to visit him in Palm Springs and yeah, it just became more like a friendship and partner type relationship so i stopped being his client and we started working together and yeah we're like really close friends and stuff so rich is a good man don't don't tell him i said that oh shit i said that loud didn't i he's not watching (laughs) he might be because kelly's he will eventually because he'll like so i did something last week and just got like a comment in the morning of him replying to something that i had said like on twitter and i'm like what are you talking about so he does eventually catch up <laughs> it'll be interesting we're gonna time you richard to see how long it waits we're waiting for your comment to see how long it takes you to watch this episode are your ears yeah. burning richard he'll Let's... see my tweet in the morning and then maybe go to the link and yeah. that's probably how that'll happen <laughs> so i want to know more about this this formula that you built um for marketing because okay. i think it's you know I'm, I'm this is an area that i'm really passionate about um, and it's an area that not a lot of accountants are passionate about. Um, and I mean, we had a discussion last week where our guest was basically saying, you know, it's just, you know, it's not up their alley. It's not their focus. They're more focused on a lifestyle type of business. You know, how, do you get that pushback much from, from the community? How, how open are our accountants and bookkeepers 
it was interesting that you said you're now working with app partners because the app partners probably really get it. Um, yeah. Um, probably more so than the, than the accountants. Well, I would have to say, to be fair, the community is very supportive, right? And I think they always kind of have been. And that's what drew me to this community. And then also kind of motivated me to want to turn this into a formula that the community can use or that we can help them with. Um, app partners definitely get it. Uh, I will say that they understand, um, I always say it's like a marathon, not a sprint and longevity of how important SEO is and setting the tone and making, you know, just minor changes to your website or corrections that we ask for, uh, stuff like that to them, it does make total sense. And usually there's someone there <laughs> on their side either a marketing department or a marketing person or marketing something or other that kind of understands that. Um, whereas when we're working with bookkeepers and accountants, we're usually working with, you know, a person. And that's the biggest difference, I would say. Yeah, and um, they have to take time off of client work to actually do yeah. content to generate clients that may take three to six months before they start coming through the door. Yeah, so that's that's the other side of it. So you you nailed it with SEO, it takes it takes a while, right? So it's something that we're setting up for the long term. We're working with you to make sure that you're being found how you want to be found, the right people are coming to you, that you're not getting those bullshit leads, you know, like crappy people in your inbox and all that other stuff. I'm allowed to curse, right? You're allowed to swear. Okay, I can say whatever I want. I was like, Andrew, you're gonna be here. I think I can say bullshit. We ended pretty hot last week. We we got into the into the politics and yeah, we got so you guys go ahead. Feel free. I promise not to use the f bomb even. Ooh, all right. Yeah, if you really need to, you won't be offended. So, (laughs) um, yeah. So it's something that I think, to their credit, it's something once we explain it and we go through the process with them, they do actually start to understand better. And a component of it is educational. Um, I have to say, Melissa is very good about uh, explaining the process. And with it, she's prepared some great materials for clients to help them understand, you know, why it takes a while. Why is it that we're doing it this way and not the other way? Why did this work and not that, you know? Um, And I'm the, you know, the number one case study, I have to say. I was able to grow my firm. I was able to um, grow my presence, I'll say, online, right? And with that came, you know, meeting guys like you, meeting people like you guys um, and other people in the industry, getting to work with Intuit. You know, um, I'm, I'm in business five years and being able to make the trainer writer network in year three is freaking phenomenal. You well, know? Your profile so- was so high last year. I mean, this year I'm sure it is too, but I think everyone's profiles messed up because of, of the pandemic. But everywhere I went, I saw your face. You know, I was in Salt Lake. You were you won awards <laughs> there, so that was so cool. I, I love it when my friends are are succeeding like that. But you were definitely you had a great year, didn't you? Wasn't 2019 fantastic? I mean, you were yeah. on all the big lists, and and yeah. uh, what a great way to build around that. Like you said, you were yeah, your own case mean. study. You were able yeah. to take the brand that you had built organically and throw some science and and not have to throw the big dollars on it because well that's what I have to say yeah so it was I mean it's the same science so I did apply some science from the very beginning but one thing I was very intentional about was not spending a ton of money right so part of it is we're priced so that that one or two person firm is able to afford us we're priced so that an app that's just getting started and doesn't really know the intuit layout the you know zero universe so to speak so that they can get involved as well And part of that, and Brad, you had actually commented on this a while back, was that we only have a very limited menu, right? We have two service offerings and we don't stray from that. There's lower tier, higher tier. (laughs) Well, I watched your presentation with Richard and and I love the way you just kept it simple because one thing I found, I know Andrew loves the science behind the SEO and he's, he's amazing at it. He really does understand it. I don't know if I'm but, amazing at it and I don't know, no, but you, you understand it. You're able to speak the language and then you get the, the people that phone you up and they call themselves as, in fact, I just dumped a guy on LinkedIn the other day. You know, I I'm pretty open-minded when people want to connect on LinkedIn, I don't necessarily have to know them, but if they start yeah. spamming me right away and this guy was an SEO guy. And yeah. he went, he gave me the spiel and I said, well, thanks for the, the background, but I'm, I'm not interested. I'm, oh I'm my God. The ones that tell and you he came back and he said, 
he just came back and he was like, well, you know, you, you, everyone needs to have the SEO discussion and I think we should do it. Yeah. When, when are you free? And I was like, goodbye, spammer. <laughs> that was it. I, I and the thing is with, do. with SEO, and unfortunately, it's a bit of a used car salesman. Yeah, there's no guidance but behind what makes you an expert. Well, there, there's it's a true. lot. There's a lot of snake oil salesmen, yes. um, and a lot of a lot of crappy SEO people that'll um, feed you all the right language. Yes. Oh yeah. Make you all. And first of all, number they guarantee one, you that yes. you'll be on page one. <laughs> that is your first sign that it's a, it's yeah. a snake oil salesman when they start making you promises because a good yeah. SEO person isn't going to say I I can't guarantee you. No. First place anywhere. What I can tell you is I'm going to work on these strategies that will help move you up that ladder. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I can do to move you up. I can, no one can guarantee you first place because you don't know what the competition is doing. Google can. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, there's many people. All your money. There's yeah. one way to guarantee first first page placement, and that's PPC. That's paid placement, right? And then if you set your budget high enough, you which can we do not do. Now that's and that's actually something I wanted to talk to you about is because I know I noticed that you're solely SEO, um, and I think that that's that's interesting. And I wanted to ask you why you're solely SEO because obviously SEO, um, and and for maybe those people who don't know the difference between SEO and PPC, so SEO search engine optimization is basically doing a whole bunch of strategies to organically rank you. It could be backlinking. It could be keyword optimization. It could be a whole bunch of things. Um, and then paper or all of them or all of them. Yes. <laughs> Whereas pay-per-click is building ads through Google AdWords, through Bing, through Facebook um, and doing custom ad work and, and paying to be placed for certain keywords. Um, you know, and, and the, the pros and cons in my opinion of, of the two. And again, not an expert, but I've learned enough to be dangerous. Mm -hmm. So the pro of pay-per-click is it's instant, right? Yes, you have to pay, but it's instant, instant, instant results. And um, SEO um, will have longer term uh, effects um, mm -hmm. and generate more leads, but will typically take anywhere from three to six months before you start to see the effects of it. Um, and the other thing that I've also found from, from personal experience is that there is some kind of correlation between PPC and SEO. Because I have seen my organic traffic go up when I start doing paid, uh, paid pay-per-click on those keywords. All of a sudden, my organic reach. And like, I know it's like, it's not supposed to work like that. Well, are you gaming it somehow? <laughs> no, everything is connected the same way. Like the Google knows that your website is connected to this Facebook page. Yes. That's your business, which is connected to your Facebook page, which is now co-admined by me and then connected over here on, on Twitter and then connected to LinkedIn. Google knows all. They, they know do. it all. They do. So pay-per-click SEO, of course, they're going to interact with each other. It's impossible not to. Right. Because one of the things that SEO is measuring is traffic. And then how long people are on your site. So, I mean, if you do pay-per-click and you're just getting bounce after bounce after bounce, which a bounce is someone basically coming to your site and just leaving just right leaves. away. Yeah. Right. But if you're doing good, effective pay-per-click and the people are engaging with your content, diving deeper into your site, clicking through to your site, yep. then Google goes, oh, well, they did a search on this and people liked it and they were searching deeper. So I'm going to serve it up organically over here. For the next day. For the next guy who even if you're not paid um so i mean that's that's my personal experience but that's why i'm, I'm curious because they too <laughs> work hand in hand plus the yeah. advantage being that you know obviously when you're when you're offering this as a paid service uh, you and i know it takes three to six months but people yeah. always expect yeah. results like now now yeah. show me the results so find the two <laughs> oh my god well no I was gonna say, remember the educational factor that's a very big part of it and we ask for a four-month commitment because we know that it's very possible we're not gonna see any bump in anything until the third month right, right. so up front we're saying this this is going to take a while but as you continue to build it it's only going to get better um you asked why we stayed away from pay-per-click and the most organic honest answer i can give you 
is when I was building Totally Booked and I was doing my marketing and trying to figure all of that out, just out of the gate, completely knew nothing, you know, just whatever it is, right? So when you sign up for, let's say, G Suite, they go, oh, sign up for Google AdWords, you know, we'll give you a hundred bucks off. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I went in and I, you know, signed up and I put in some keywords. I was all excited and, you know, QuickBooks expert, QuickBooks bookkeeper, QuickBooks, whatever. And they shot back and they were like, oh, you can't say QuickBooks. And I was like, oh, all right. How am I supposed to describe what I do? Ugh, whatever. This is too hard. I'm not doing this. And so I walked away from it. And it was, it's something that I feel like if I had succeeded, I would have sunk a bunch of money into it. And yes, I would have probably gotten some results and yes, I would have gotten some leads from it, but. Even I, when I do a search now, I skip the two top ones because they know that they're paid. And I know that they, you know, they basically paid to be there, not making them less valid per se. Um, but I'd rather that they came up in those next, you know, seven <laughs> rather than those top two. Um, so part of it was that I didn't really know how to do it in the very beginning. And so to me, it wasn't of interest and asking. So we're asking you to pay us to handle your SEO and we're going to help grow your Twitter following. And we've, you know, put some real concentration into some of this, um, where we're putting things, how we're posting them, what's going on, asking you to then also give us ad spend was not something that I was interested in pursuing. Right. Now capability, the budget. yes, it can be done, but budget um, for someone that's just starting out, spending any money on marketing is already difficult, right? Especially if they have decent referrals coming in or they're working locally and, you know, they're not really finding it necessary to spend money on marketing to then say, okay, we need an additional 200 this month. We need an additional 500 next month. We're going to, you know, well, to actually make an impact. Or 5,000, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, expensive. It, it does get expensive. I, I mean, the thing is what I like about it, again, being a numbers guy, is I love being able to go in and being like, here are my conversions, here are my costs for conversions, mm -hmm. here's my spend, here's my ROI. Like, I, and, and I'm biased towards the pay-per-click. I, I probably don't do as good a job on the SEO as we do on the, uh, on the paid ad spend because like I said, is I'm a sucker for those, for, for, for numbers. And I'm a sucker for like, ooh, how, what can I do to tweak this to like improve my cost per acquisition, you know? <laughs> And like, literally I have a meeting every week with our marketing team where we go through our ad spend and we go through all of the things that we're working on and we're optimizing what keywords are we taking out? What keywords are we putting in? How are we going to tweak the ad campaigns? And we use a whole bunch of tools to help make, make that better. Um, and the one thing is, that, and, and I, I get the, that a lot of people, and this is what I say about the, the pushback from, from the community is that you're right. The, the first people, the first reaction, people are like, oh, I'm going to spend money to hire someone. And then I got to spend money on an ad budget. Forget it. I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. um, and then they lose out on what I think is a tremendous opportunity that a lot of people in the industry are, are missing out on is um, if they were to figure out this formula and work on it, that there are ways to, to have this become a machine that works for you and helps generate growth it takes a shit ton of effort like we've been we've been probably at paid ads like and working every week at it for a year and a half and i would by no means say i'm an expert i would by no means say we've got it all figured out in fact it was it was funny because we did this we did this um this ad campaign around incorporations so we do a lot of incorporations mm -hmm. that's how we generate new business um, because obviously if you incorporate a business, you're going to need a corporate tax. Return. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we do, we do a lot of ad, ad campaigns around incorporation and um, we had this, this ad campaign and it was firing on all cylinders. Our cost of acquisition was like $51, um, mm -hmm. which uh, we know based on our acquisition, our cost of acquisition, our lifetime value that realistically we can spend closer to three to $400 and still be profitable. Uh, based on our lifetime value of our customers. So we were like, wow, this is fucking amazing. And we just quadrupled the budget thinking, oh, well, you just quadrupled the budget. You'll, you'll, you'll generate you'll like, even further. Yeah. You'll, get, you'll get quadruple the leads, right? No. You know what happened? Our cost of acquisition went from $51 to $213. We're like, what the fuck? And that yeah. was, 
that's the one thing with paid is like it's something that you constantly have to work on and you have to be dedicated to, to working yeah. out which is why i get that it scares a lot of people off um but when you can get that formula working like when you can do you know 51 dollars for a, a customer that has a lifetime value of three thousand four thousand dollars yeah you know and and I, if i were to go out and have to acquire that business if i were to buy that business from another practitioner and pay one times earnings to acquire that business and i can do it for effectively pennies on the dollar it's a really interesting way to to grow your practice and the advantage of it is well it takes a shit ton of work um it is instant and and i also know that the seo it's not exactly you know a walk in the park it's a shit ton of work itself well that's what we're there for <laughs> but i will say this so as someone who started five years ago by myself the words that are coming out of your mouth would be terrifying <laughs> to like me. me i just i'm just listening <laughs> to you guys go yeah, yeah right okay. are you just like over there shaking and oh, you're like it's not my language <laughs> that's why you pay professionals to do it you know you, right so it if really is something me, that's hard to do on your own yeah if you told me that i had to pay three to four hundred dollars to acquire a customer when i was in year one or year two hell even year five i'm like no that's not happening that to me is not a road that I really ever wanted to go down. And then also I think that, so respectfully, Andrew, you wouldn't be our client. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is a very different level when you're talking about, you know, focusing on corporations and now you're looking at multiple, you know, leads and people to, so, to answer the phone, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the person that's looking to get a couple leads a week handle, yeah. and still be able to, you know, reply to everybody and not, drop the ball and, you know, just get some good genuine leads in um, that are looking for them for what they do right. and what they offer. And that makes sense, you know, on both sides um, with respect to like measurements and reports and so on, we're able to track, you know, which keywords are doing well, what's not working, where your backlinks are, you know, we're able to provide a report each month, complete with graphs and numbers and percentages yeah. um, that kind of put accountants minds at ease so to speak um so we're still able to generate a lot of that and it's a very simple flat rate um you know value billing so to speak so we're looking at you know this is this is the rate this is what we're offering here's what we're promising as far as results go um and with that it's a little bit less intimidating it's not fluctuating each week it's not changing according to you know what ads do we post or what keywords do we use or which social media platforms whatever it might be um so it's effective and there's no surprises except right. for you know, good ones, which is nice. So what, what's considered, uh, we just lost Brad, but hopefully he'll be back. What would be considered a, a successful campaign? How, um, do success? how do we measure success? So when we first start working with somebody, we're looking at how they're being found right now, right? So we're looking at what's happening. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> they said people happening? coming in the door I had to shush them. Oh. <laughs> hey, um, what's going on? <laughs> party Sorry. over here. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're looking at how they're being found now, right? So that's first step. And then what we're, where we're measuring is the change. So Richard is actually a really good example of this. Um, the ways that people were finding him were uh, more along the lines of ways that people should be finding me or you guys, right? So because his website was geared towards accountants and bookkeepers and apps in those areas, um, he was being found under, you know, Intuit reseller, uh, bookkeeping services, uh, accountant, Palm Springs, you know, stuff like that was how people were finding him. And then obviously, getting to his page and those are not the things that he offers is very disappointing. So they leave. Mm -hmm. um, so rather than having the effect of I'm aiming at bookkeepers and accountants, it was more Google, you know, being the bot that it is, um, saw him as an accountant or bookkeeper. So that wasn't working. <laughs> um, so the measurement of change is really our biggest success, right? So looking at how you're being found now and then moving you towards how you want to be found. Um, when you are getting those leads in and people are telling you how they're finding you and it's not a referral it's not 
um, it's not, you know, an existing client or another accountant or bookkeeper where they're finding you on Google, you're coming up in those searches. That's our measurement of success. And when you mean found, do you mean by like the keywords? Yeah, the specific Being found on the interwebs, you know. On the interwebs, <laughs> uh, that's a good gas monkey reference. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's it's about trying to figure. And and do you guys look at like volume and search traffic? Is that a, a big KPI that you guys are using as well? Yeah, absolutely. So we're looking at um, where people are coming from. You know, what countries are searching for you. Right. Um, within, let's say, for us, the U.S. <laughs> within the U.S., how you're being found, right? Um, we can show you who's searching for you, where they found you, uh, by what, you know, path they took. We're, you know, we're utilizing all the Google tools as well. So Google um, Search Console, Google Analytics, we're keeping track of all of those things. Um, the part where I'm most proud is that we're able to translate that into English, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the same way that I pride myself on being able to speak to my clients as human beings and not speaking accountant speak at them um we are now able to flip that and do it in the reverse and be able to help our clients understand it um so you know kpis yes but also just being able to say like hey so how many calls did you have come in you know hey how's that scheduler working out are they finding you know what's the most common way people are finding you um and just kind of letting them see the results and, and feel it uh, that's the biggest measurement i also point out that we can bring the people, <laughs> uh, but it is up to you to close that, right? So I can't always say that it's going to be an increase in sales because unfortunately somebody may get on the phone and totally tank, you know, each call. I, I can only get you so far. Yeah, <laughs> we can get the people to, to be there and make that appointment, uh, but you have to close that sale or someone has to close that sale. You brought uh, up a, a great point, Kelly. Sorry to jump in there, but sales no. and marketing are not the same thing. They are not Business the same development, thing. sales, marketing, everyone just groups them in and says, you know, it's the same. It's uh, not. That's it's so, so different. And most accountants only care about the sales, not the marketing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, you, but, you need them both, right? Yeah, well, they the other together. side of it is, you know, I, I went to my first accounting conference and when I got home, I said, that's it. I'm, I'm changing everything. <laughs> Careers. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm, <laughs> I'm running for the hill. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I said, I have to make some changes. You know, I can't have that one client be the only reason I can make rent or I can't have yeah. my only referral source, you know, one person sending me leads because what happens if, what happens if she wakes up one day and wants to, you know, go back to school or move or change career or retire, whatever it is, right? Like what happens then? So I started to think longevity wise, how am I going to get organic leads, right? Or, or people just finding me on their own, not people that were referred by so-and-so or came by way of, or whatever it is. Um, and so wanting to fix that was my biggest motivation because if this business is going to last and outlast me, hopefully, um, you know, the only way that's going to happen is if there are people walking in the door on their own. So I knew to me that was important. Um, Sales and marketing are very, very, very different things. You're absolutely right. And a lot but of people, love, people think they're the same thing, right? Like you just said, pay yeah. for SEO and the business will just come. It doesn't like you I say, make it I make it very way. clear on every every interview I've done thus far, every webinar. Uh, it is up to you to close that oh, yeah. that deal. It's I a whole different only, strategy. Yeah. Man. What is it? You can lead a horse to water. Yes. So do you, you actually work? So there, there's one thing about them having to close the person when they when they actually get on the phone or get on the Zoom or whatever the case might be, um, but actually getting to that 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 what I would call a conversion that that first step of booking the meeting. Do you guys work on optimizing? Like obviously you're optimizing the web page for content, but are you mm -hmm. also optimizing for conversion as well? Yeah, there's always a call to action. There's always a place to click. Um, we insist on certain things being done, like. The one, there has to be a website. Uh, there has to be uh, some social media accounts in place, right? So we're not starting you from scratch, uh, but what we are doing is working with what you've set up and helping you fix it. So at the end of 
you know, any blog posts, any updates to the website, whatever it is, there's always going to be a call to action of click here to make an appointment, click here to schedule, click here to click, 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 call now, whatever it might be, right? Um, so yes, we are, we're optimizing the site overall, not just for the content. Mm. We're making sure that the flow makes sense. We're, we're pointing out to you things that you may not have noticed or broken links from, you know, that first couple of times that you tried to set it up and abandoned and didn't realize and saved. And, you know, like, I mean, I tried to figure out Squarespace a couple of months in, like I was, yeah, I'm killing it. I'm going to build my own website. No, no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> so I tried, um, but for it to actually be successful and, and get me anywhere and get anyone worthwhile onto my site, I had to, you know, I had to make some serious changes. Um, so yeah, so these are all things that we, we point out to you. We run a diagnostic right away. We're like, hey, did you realize that this site, you know, this page doesn't exist anymore? So when people click on it, it errors out. Or, you know, did you realize you didn't save your biography? It's, it's just a picture and a, you know, yeah. a, Latin, a Latin form, you know, like <laughs> whatever it is. Um, so there are a lot of things that, you know, people start and maybe don't finish or, or thought that they finished or whatever the case might be. And part of what we do is making sure that all those things are actively working, fixed, up and running, easy to click through, easy to get to you. That's right. definitely part of it. So uh, another question, I, I mean, I can't imagine that, that you're doing this yet with based on the sort of target markets. Uh, maybe you are, uh, but are you guys have any plans to look at like full life cycle uh, marketing, like putting in lead magnets, nurturing and, uh, helping on that aspect of it as as well. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> not on the at all. No. Um, so I think part of it might be saying what we do offer uh, might help because I think we're like dancing kind of around it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so what we're offering is SEO services optimized for accountants, bookkeepers, and accounting apps. Right. Um, so we are creating content for your website. We're creating blogs, um, one or two a week, depending on what tier you're in. And all original uh, we, content, right? Yes, all original content. Uh, we are working with you to figure out at the very beginning, one, like I mentioned before, how you're being found, and then how do you want to be found? If it's a niche, if it's a location, if it's a special service that you offer, whatever that might be, we want to make sure that people are able to find you according to what they would be searching for, very important, what they would be searching for to find you that way, right? So a lot of times as accountants, we tend to be very literal, <laughs> very logical. Uh, and we think like, why wouldn't they be searching for this tax form? Why wouldn't they be looking for this deadline or whatever it is, right? right. But they have no That's idea what the tax form is it. called. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I said to somebody, oh my gosh, I'm on flight 1099 this week. <laughs> like, and I was like, ah, and they were like, like, <laughs> even yeah. Canadian, and I know what that means. Like, come on, people. Hey, hey, and Kelly. Then he, we... and, then, and then he was offended. He's like, I file my taxes. I was like, but you're not self-employed. This form would never apply to you. So forgive me, but like, I thought it was hilarious, right? So, like, so the perfect example of why we don't speak to our clients that way. Um, so, hey, Kelly, I got a comment here from someone you might know from Australia. Her name's Heather Smith. Oh, <laughs> she said today the accounting professor or professor profession uses the word trusted advisors advisor and advisory but my thoughts are that the end user does not know these words and still needs to see the words accountant and bookkeeper and i think in the u.s she's saying cpa also has to be referenced what does kelly gonzalez what are her thoughts on that Yes, Hi, Heather, Heather is so awesome. <laughs> yes, and I have no idea what time it is there, but thanks for it's, it's, it's the future. It's tomorrow. <laughs> it's the future. It <laughs> is. It is tomorrow in Australia. I like having Aussie guests on because they can tell you what's happening in the world before it happens. <laughs> before right? it happens. Well, yeah, because they're living in, they're they're in they're in Saturday. It's Saturday afternoon there. Nice. So yeah. I imagine she's like maybe sipping some coffee, having, you know, like a cookie. And she's like, I'm just going to tune into Friday night. Cause it's still Vegemite. Friday night. Trip on the Barbie for lunch. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So I feel like I should finish the first thing and then answer Heather's sure. question. Um, 
so what we offer, like I said, we're going to do the discovery. We're going to then work with you to be found how you want to be found. And then we're going to start monitoring those results and tweaking them at the very beginning to make sure that they're working and whatever's not working that we're, you know, changing them out and whatever it might be. And I'm speaking specifically about keywords. Um, We're going to grow your social media presence because that, like I mentioned before, links back to everything. Google knows who you are. (laughs) Google literally always knows what you're doing. Um, So regardless of what website you might be on, what social media site, what app you're using, whatever it might be, um, you know, when you do a sign in with Google, they know what you're doing. So, you know, making sure that all of those things talk to each other and connect another part of the service. Um, as for what Heather mentioned. Wait, before wait, we get to, to, before we get to I don't want to forget that one. Yeah, we won't Heather forget it. Trust advisor, because I actually have some points of view on that. Surprise, surprise. Um, but the thing is, what I'm, what I'm wondering is I, I get that that's the service offering. But I'm like, the logical transition is, obviously, you get people to the site. You want to convert them. You're going to have some form of a lead magnet. Um, because you, you might get people who are ready to buy, but you're also likely to get a lot of people who aren't quite ready to buy and having some form of a lead magnet and, and then nurturing them is still like, it's content, right? Like, and, and creating great nurturing cycles is about creating great content, which obviously you guys are good at. And I would think it's a natural evolution. I, I can get that maybe phase one, tier one, it's not there. I would encourage you guys to put that on your radar as something to consider, because I think it's, it, to me, it's a natural evolution of SEO because now you've pushed the people over to the website and, and you've done that through largely content, right? Generating good content because good content is what generates good SEO. And whether that's done through a backlink or content on your website, it's content, right? And yeah. the same thing with a nurture cycle, it's about generating really good content that makes people engaged and relevant so that they're not just tossing your email in the garbage every month that they're actually reading it going, hey, this is an engaging newsletter. And then, you know, six months, 12 months, 18 months down the road, when they actually are ready to engage with an accountant, they go, well, this person's been providing me great content all the way along. Of course, I'm going to naturally use Kelly's company. So to me, it's a natural evolution. And I think you guys, if it's not on the radar today, I can appreciate that because it's, Mm -hmm. you know, start with what you know best. I love that. But I would encourage you guys to put that on the radar for, for phase two because I, think I have to say if it's going to be done it's going to be untraditional um one of my favorite lead magnets so to speak is if you go to richard's website he offers you his grandmother's uh sauce recipe his italian grandmother's sauce That's why uh, so- <laughs> right because you're not going to do it the traditional way yes. <laughs> that's what's going to work right so that's yep. why you guys need to look at that I think he and I discussed once for my website, it was like a calendar of all like the national days, like national dog day, national tequila day, you know, something like that. It wasn't going to be like all your tax deadlines. Cause that's what you really care about. You know, like it was something a little more fun than that. Um, Just prove it that you should add this to your business. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, down under Wayne Schmidt once did a webinar um, a couple of years back and he did this study that shows that like every website tied to a bookkeeper or an accountant in the world is, is almost identical. It's just a big list of stuff. Here's what we do. Here's what we provide. You know, it's boring. It's, it's not original at all. And how do you build marketing around that one? It's just the same as the next guy and the next guy and the next guy, especially with an industry, like we're known as being, oh, we're supposed to be boring. We know that's not true, but generally speaking, when every website in the world is saying the exact same thing, listing their services, call themselves a trusted advisor. <laughs> there we go. Now we can, we can, we can uh, lead into Heather's. Good lead into Heather's. Yes. Good segue. Yeah. Yeah. So Kelly, let's let you answer <laughs> Heather's question, and then I'll get my two cents on. Okay. Um, yeah, I agree. Trusted advisor, advisory, all of the things uh, that we deem important, or that we are. Uh, selling to our clients maybe or doing for our clients I'll say more likely even if we're not calling it advisory or trusted advisory or whatever it might be um it's totally not what somebody's searching for I have never gone to the interwebs and pulled up google and be like find me a trusted advisor (laughs) because like is that even real 
I mean, is that even real? Well, you know, like, first off, who trusted this person to well, call exactly. them the trusted advisor? And I don't test too much, I think, is, is, is the line my dad always uses from Shakespeare. If someone has to tell you that they're a trusted <laughs> advisor, are they really trusted? Yeah. Right? Who trusted them? Who yeah. trusted? Tell me, who is this group of people? <laughs> you trust, anyone that you truly trust, do they ever turn to you and go, yeah, you can trust me? Like, and in fact, anytime anyone says you can trust me, do you trust them? No, never. Anytime someone says you can trust me, I'm like, I don't trust you. I'm from New York. We don't trust anybody. Exactly. We don't trust anybody. <laughs> I've never ever, I mean, even like, think about how you would find a doctor. Find me a trusted doctor? No, man, nobody's going to do that. That's not a thing. So what so People look for local account they look for cheap account they look for good account what are what are people looking for um so like my number one is bookkeeping and my bookkeeping services yeah. basically in new york city so bookkeeping or bookkeeper nyc um i get quickbooks bookkeeper which we know is not an actual thing but it's a thing yeah. uh so those are usually the people that have signed up for quickbooks and now don't know how to use it uh, which so is uh, pretty yeah. often the quickbooks right? versus i don't know it's just the quickbooks i get that okay is it on the computer or did you use a web browser is it on my they can't always answer yeah it's on my web browser on my computer yes i uh, know right. i've gotten that one too where it's like well and then eventually it's like well i log into this thing oh wait a minute is it a hosted environment? What exactly are you logging on to? What's the URL? Where do you go? What's yeah. the URL? Yeah, they yeah. try to explain VPNs and remote desktop. Good luck with that, right? And then remote, you know, yeah. Oh, I log on to the desktop. server. Oh, oh okay. I'm on the internet. I'm in the cloud. Yeah. yeah. What I find so interesting is, is, is we talk about, there's so much talk about, you know, being able to be a cloud accountant and serve markets all around, but it still comes down to local search. Yeah. Many Absolutely. clients are looking for a local bookie, yes. even if they will end up dealing with you 99.999999% of the time, virtually, they want <laughs> you to be next door to them for some reason mm -hmm. or, or the other. It's and like a security really blanket. Mm -hmm. It's the security blanket. The, the one time where they have a freak out moment and like, maybe we should meet. Maybe I should come to your office. Maybe you should come here. Maybe no. How about no? Um, that's not going to happen. But yes, it's a security blanket. Maybe I'm in uh, Florida, so go fuck yourself. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, the new clients I've got this year, they're in town, but I haven't met them. There's we both sides kind of agree that meeting oh, yeah. in person isn't the wise thing to do right now. So it's kind of the new normal, right? But they're still all local. So, so another thing that, um, I'm sure it's fairly common in this community, but I'm just going to speak for myself. Social anxiety is so real. I'd really just rather not. I just personally would prefer remote and I don't really like to hang out with people. I don't know. Um, especially not right away. So <laughs> all especially of my the calls, ones that say, come on in, meetings. come on in. You don't need a mask in here. Yeah. These are going to be remote meetings regardless. Um, even the people that I have met in person, it's starting as a zoom call. And then after that, you know, we'll figure it out. But um, I will say also, Google is really big on the near me right now. Yeah. So uh, bookkeeper near me, QuickBooks near me, yeah. which is really all it takes, right? Whatever it is. And even if you don't put it in. So if you just put in bookkeeper, it's going to default to what is close by. So why not capture those leads? You really don't ever have to meet them in person. It makes no difference that they're in town. But why not capture those leads? Why would you turn that away? Which again, Actually, Richard, Richard was a good example of that too. He was like, I don't want any clients in Palm Springs. I don't want to meet any one person. It's like, who says you have to meet these people? You don't have to meet them. And, and the other thing, is, one of the big things for whether it's organic or paid, if you want to be targeting a specific market, you actually have to have an office to do it effectively. And even if that's a Regis or a WeWork or something, but you have to be able to get that Google letter that goes to that office. Yeah. You can get that verification code so that you can be listed in Google local, which is a big, big, big thing. If Google, you're not yeah, my business is, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not sure what they call it in Canada. I show up on, on uh, Google my business, yeah. Yeah, Google Maps, I'll be looking for something else and all of a sudden I'll see 
Brad told me his accounting solutions. Well, that's where I live, but it's, you know, but it was that well, verification has been the other side of that too. Cause that's a big one. When I first started, I didn't want people to have my address. Well, I don't like, know if I what? do want it. You know, sometimes I look and say, no, this is my home. Cause I've always been afraid. Someone's just going to ring the doorbell one day and say, hi, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. My first solution was not putting my apartment number, but I was like, people could still wait outside. That's terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, next step was solutions for those. Yeah. yeah virtual mailbox, uh, PO box. You can do the post office and US um, and UPS also have um where the mailbox number is the suite number. So you can use an actual address, um, physical location, you know, to be able to get letters and whatever else. Uh, so a lot of people think that they just have to leave it off their website or that they, you know, they're, or they're scared to list their address. Uh, but there are ways around that. So it's something big miss to look you're, into. you're not listing your address. That's a big, big, big miss uh, from yeah. our, um, but believe it or not, we have, Four minutes left. Um, I yeah, I know it it's fast. It does it, 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 it? You know what they say about time flies. And by the way, Heather is uh, uh, drinking tea, and she said it was one forty-four in the afternoon. Ah, cheers. Cheers. I'm not drinking tea. I'm the only one drinking tonight. But uh, no, I haven't had a drink for a little while, Andrew. Is that part. Well, of the- that's how you lose seventy fair. pounds. I had a couple of these earlier, there you and go. it was full of wine. Anytime? <laughs> Me time. Well, I'm on vacation. So to be fair, everyone, this We're is not I'm in New sitting, York. I'm sitting in bed. Um, in <laughs> I'm Florida, on vacation. No less. Yes, this is not my usual aesthetic, although props to my mom for her very coastal looking uh, decor. Um, but yeah. yes, I'm at my mom's house. And so I'm not in my office. Uh, I'm enjoying myself in Florida. Enjoying the beautiful Cape. The me time. I'm doing all the me time stuff. Unfortunately, you weren't there for any of the rocket launches, though. Ah, yes, I was. 8.46 a.m. the other day, I was out on the balcony with these glasses on so I could see it. They launched oh, yeah. a rocket. Which rocket? Yeah, I didn't even know they launched a rocket at 8.46. I'm like, what? Is 8.46 a.m. This- <laughs> so strange. <laughs> um, my mom was like, do you want me to make sure you're up in the morning? I was like, all right. 8.46 a.m. and they're not fucking around. It's 8.46 a.m. So they put a satellite up or something? Um, SpaceX? I, yeah, it was It was a satellite. I don't know nice. what it was for. I was also half asleep to be fair. Um, it was 8.46 a.m. and I'm on so vacation. Cool. So. <laughs> it is pretty amazing what Elon Musk has been able to accomplish. Like, I don't think a lot of people realize what an accomplishment it is to create a rocket that can land and be reusable. Oh yeah. He had a hell, heck of a time at the beginning too. You remember oh, yeah. he was crashing them into the ocean all the time. I love people they... that are not afraid to fail, right? Like, yeah. Oh, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. I mean that, that crazy too, but he's amazing. I love crazy people too. I mean, he would. Oh, right can in we there. touch on the failure thing real quick? Sure. You have two minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Fail> fast. <laughs> so the not afraid to fail thing, um, I have to say that I know personally, I've had a, co- a couple of rough months with the pandemic and not business-wise, mostly personal, um, adjusting to like this new way of life and feeling mm-hmm. like a failure in a lot of places. Um, so I personally want to say that if anyone is listening and they're struggling, feel free to reach out to me personally or oh. anyone on my team for sure. Um, because I know it was starting to negatively affect me, hence being in Florida for a couple of days because I needed a break. Um, I always associated a vacation with travel. And so I was like, oh, I'm just not taking vacations. I'm not taking a break. Um, Working from home for a lot of people is new. And so just nonstop working and late nights and early mornings and the kids and everything else. Um, So if you need someone to speak to about it, I'm not offering these two guys, but you can definitely reach out to me. No, I'm, I'm taking advantage of it. You offered. I heard you. And I'm I'm offering myself too because I think mental yeah. health is is a real oh, it's issue huge. right now. It's it's yeah. you know, this has created a lot of stress and anxiety for people. Um, if anyone needs uh, a shoulder to cry on. I got two pretty big ones. I haven't lost 70 pounds like Brad. <laughs> um, so hey, that I, was my stress relief. It's actually been, hey. I needed to do something because Good it was the, early the pandemic and it was depressing. It was like Groundhog Day. 
It was the same yeah. freaking day every day. Every and it usually ended day. with a big bag of potato chips and I would inhale it. And I thought, I'm going to die during this pandemic and I'm going to get COVID and it's going to knock me on my ass and I'm going to die. Like that, those were the thoughts going through my head. And then it yeah. just started. I mean, I've been doing it for four months and I, yeah. I lose about three pounds a week and I can't stop. I, I'm actually obsessed with it. Well, I'm, you know? I'm only knocking it, knocking it because I'm proud of you. I think it's an amazing. Well, thank you. And I, I feel good. I'm a little bit jealous. And, and I'm, I think it's, I know it's, I know how, how much hard work it takes to do that and how much dedication. So how much focus it takes, like not for nothing. Yeah. I was starting to get to the point where it, it was like Groundhog Day and getting out of bed every morning was like, all right, mm -hmm. let's do this again. Getting out of like, bed. I was like curling up on a chair and I'd fall asleep and my back would be all crooked. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's, it's helped kind of ground me definitely. And you know, life gets in the way sometimes. So yeah. I, I guess that's it. We're, we're taking next Friday off everyone. Um, just, it, it turns out that we need, we're going to take a break, but in two, take weeks, a break. <laughs> in two weeks, exactly. We've got uh, Matt Canis from practice ignition yeah. joining we've got, us. We've got some pretty amazing guests lined yeah. up. Brad, you've done an, an amazing job. Of oh, thank you. Up with some great guests like Kelly. Um, well, and we've got, I don't know if you want to leak uh, anyone else beyond that, or we'll just leave it at that for now. Yeah, we got, well, no, we got Matt and followed by Cindy Schroeder and then followed by uh, Green Apple podcast host, John Garrett. And that was actually Cindy's doing. She said, hey, John, you should go on their show. It's really cool. And he said, yeah, I'd love to. So, so and, and then this Michael Lee guy wants to talk Michael with Lee us. Guy, Michael that? Lee's coming back for uh, for October 9th. So that's a that's a big, big name to drop. We, we haven't seen him in a while. We're looking forward to I'm looking Michael. forward to that. Getting caught He's up with Michael. a lot of amazing things. So can we tell everyone all about that? And with that, we'll see you guys. Not next see week. See you in two weeks. Bye for Thanks now. for joining us, Kelly. We'll talk to you Thank soon. Thank you.